0: Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Juno Steel in the Heart of It All.
1: Perhaps you already know this, darling, but life is terribly difficult. I say perhaps only because I suppose it's possible you've been asleep for the entirety of your life thus far. And if that's the case, might I recommend you return to bed? You'll surely find it more accommodating than, well, everything else. But there is some good news for those of you as insomniac as I. In all my don't-you-dare-ask-me-how-many years, every task has slowly become easier... Everything except one. An ending is always a terrible thing to witness, provided the production that preceded it was worth attending in the first place. And for all the mistakes I've made as a career criminal, I can say this much, at least. I have put on a hell of a show. And this final portion of it, well, I would be lying if I told you it wasn't my favorite act of all. I make a point of living life well the first time through, and so I won't relive every escapade here. But suffice it to say that in our pursuit of the Cure Mother Prime, procuring the map, key, blade, and book was hardly the end of our preparation. No, no. We required much more than that. We needed money. Step on
2: it, Sekuliak! Cops are catching up. I'm trying, but the waterfall is not getting parted for us to make our exit. Who the hell thought robbing an underwater bank was a good idea?
1: And we needed training.
3: Well. It appears the robotic security that protects this robotic security factory is on to us. We'll have to fight our way out.
1: Oh, they won't be as bad as all that, darling. You should be able to manage the feet unarmed. In fact, I think you ought to try. Any questions?
0: Yeah, just one. Who the hell thought practicing combat drills in a robotic security factory was a good idea?
1: And we needed to grow closer together in all the ways a family must.
4: Oh, thank you, for letting me pick bad cops for guns are illegal so cops use swords now for our stream night this is my favorite stream ever
2: you said that about the last
3: one and the one before that
2: there is wisdom in that i think if one possesses many favorites one has many directions to learn and grow in.
5: Uh, you shut up Sekuliak you like every goddamn stream with
2: a car chase in it indeed though i do not like when they crash it seems very violent to
3: me Jet, I believe I heard you laughing when Bad Chief's head was vaporized in last week's viewing of Bad Cops 2.
2: Your tone suggests a contradiction that I do not see.
1: Darlings, if it's entirely all right with you, I would like to be able to hear Rita's stream while we view
0: it.
4: Yes, Yes, Captain. Captain. Yes, Ma, I mean, Captain.
0: Hmm.
1: Juno, would you like to say something?
0: Who the hell thought letting Rita pick the streams was a good idea?
3: Dear, are you still upset that we've skipped Bad Cops 3?
0: First of all, it's called Bad Cops 3, The Legend of Good Cop. And second of all, it's the only goddamn decent stream in the bunch, all right? (laughs) Stop (laughs) laughing at me. What the hell is wrong with you, people?
1: Yes, it has been quite a show. But now we reach its final curtain in more ways than one.
5: I was thinking, bud, when we retire, we don't need to settle down right away, you know? we could trade in this junker for a smaller ship, something two people could operate easily, and we could just go wherever we want. Forget the Outer Rim. I've never even been to all the solar planets. If we run out of money, I'll pick up some work, stay work, and... Uh, uh, yes, I guess well, that we does can... sound
1: like a wonderful time, doesn't it? I, well, <clears throat> I think so. Then let's save our excitement for when we actually live it, shall we? No need to gorge ourselves on appetizers when the meal's already been ordered. What? I was just asking if... We thought we should buy a ship And I'm just realizing that I've forgotten to complete some significant calculations before our final heist. Fuel! Well, we haven't nearly enough fuel for a getaway after we take the Cure Mother Prime. I'll have to plan a place to steal some. Okay, but we'll steal some fuel, I guess. (sighs) An ending is a terrible thing to witness. And for some of us, it is an impossible thing to witness with grace. My name is Buddy O'Rinko. For 35 years now, I have been one of the most esteemed criminals in our galaxy. And after this last job today, I will be... (laughs) Well, never mind. No sense in worrying about things that may never happen, hmm? Well, darlings, the facility that houses the Cure Mother Prime lies only a few short hours from our current location. This is the culmination of our work as a family. And we mustn't delay a moment longer, because... Well, because... No. Confidence, Orenko. We mustn't delay a moment longer, because even the sharpest sword grows dull, even...
0: No. No, that's not good at all. That's awful. Damn. Damn, damn,
2: damn. Buddy? Is everything alright?
1: Everything is roses and better, darling. All perfume and no thorns. Why do you ask?
2: The family meeting has begun, and yet you are not there.
1: Oh, am I late? Terribly sorry. I must have lost track of time.
2: It has been 41 seconds. I was concerned.
1: And heaven forbid that Jetsukuliak should be a full minute off schedule. Is that right? (laughs) All right, darling, all right. I'll come with you now.
2: There is no need to hurry. The meeting only started 52.5 seconds ago.
1: Well, it's going to be rather difficult to attend this meeting with you blocking the door now, isn't it?
2: Have you eaten this morning?
1: I haven't eaten in years, darling. But if you're asking if I've fueled myself, the answer is yes. A quarter bottle of schnapps should be enough to get me through the morning. It's sitting quite well in the combustion engine.
2: Two hundred calories per shot, twenty-five shots in the bottle. That does sound sufficient, yes.
1: So glad you approve. Now may we... Have you're your
2: supplements as well?
1: Every last nasty little pill. I needed something to wash down with the schnapps, after all. <laughs> and to what do I owe this interrogation today, Jet? Perhaps you're more nervous about today's job than you let on.
2: I do not hide my nerves. I am terrified.
1: Ah, of course. How could I miss it?
2: And one of the factors that perhaps concerns me most is that you do not seem scared in the slightest. And though I have rarely known you to lie, I must assume you are doing so now.
1: How deductive. You've been spending entirely too much time with Juno, darling. I fear he's become a good influence.
2: I think your heart must be the source of your fear.
1: Uh, Very good influence, it appears.
2: Have you told Vespa No,
1: Jet, no. I have not, and I would ask you to stay out of my
2: business. I'm afraid I cannot. When I took you to one of Hanataba's clinics to replace your irradiated heart, digestive system, and eye, you told me that I must never stay out of your business when it comes to your health and safety, no matter how often you ask. That is how you became so ill in the first place.
1: Damn. She's a quick one, that buddy Orenko. Always a thorn in my side.
2: May I ask a question? I should warn you that I will ask it whether or not you allow me to.
1: Then I'll be gracious and say no, so that you may feel very rebellious and heroic.
2: Why haven't you told Vespa about your electronic heart yet?
1: Well, she knows about the eye. And from the smell of my breath and the fact that I haven't died of liver failure, she can certainly surmise the ethanol-burning engine that sits where my stomach once did. I've been very forward about some very embarrassing facts. Aren't I allowed one secret? You are? Good,
2: then- But I think the woman you're about to marry would like to know that you could die at any moment.
1: A good leader must be willing to look the truth in its all-seeing eye, even when the truth is uncomfortable. And so here is one very true and very uncomfortable fact. Jet Sekuliak is the person in the galaxy I trust most. By rather a lot, actually. There are a few factors to this. First is statements like these. Direct and Honest. No matter how many feathery words I try to drape on the situation's shoulders. Buddy? Don't be dramatic, dear.
2: I am not. I am only repeating words that you have said yourself. Words that you usually do not shy away from.
1: The second reason I trust Jet over all others is because I have spent more time with him than anyone else. Vespa and I may have met at a young age, but we've spent the majority of our lives apart. Hardly a day has gone by in the past eight years that I have not spoken with Jet Sikuliak. And trust cannot grow solely from the soil of love. It needs time. Endless time.
2: Have the skipped heartbeats you described become worse?
1: I have one every week or so now. Still not very many, when you consider all the times the poor old machine beat successfully.
2: At any point in the past year, we could have returned to a Hanatapa clinic to find documentation or a means of repair. Like
1: the last three times you've dragged me into one of those bunkers? It won't work, Jet. It hasn't. And with electronics this advanced, why should I believe any engineer in the galaxy would know how to fix it?
2: Well, the Cure Mother Prime- Is a
1: medic, not a mechanic. And I traded my pulse for pistons a long time ago.
2: Then I asked one more time- Why haven't you told Vespa?
1: And the last reason I trust Jet more even than my Vespa is, well, I met Vespa when we were quite young, and it is the nature of the young to make painful mistakes. I knew her scars well because, in my flailing to understand life, I had given her several, and she had given me several of mine. I do not resent her for them but the fact remains that even once the wound has healed, the scar remains to remind us of that pain again. I had hurt her before by failing her on a job. I could not do that again.
2: Perhaps you would like me to repeat You what are I right.
1: J- Vespa should know. And I will tell her as soon as our work here is done. But I can't let her go into the most dangerous heist we've ever undertaken with me on her mind like that jet. It won't help her. If you knew her like I did, you would understand.
2: I will take your word for it, buddy.
1: Thank you. I really do mean that.
5: Hey, uh, everything all right in there? Bud?
1: Of course, Vespa. We're coming in just a moment. Now look what you've done, Jet. You've made me late to my own party.
2: You are already late Less darling,
1: can- more law-breaking, darling. It's time for us to steal a legend. After the family meeting, I see them to the garage... My self made family, and watch them as they enter the Ruby Seven. Juno, who stands taller than he did in the Cerberus province. Rita, who is less willing to let others tread on her. Jet, whose stoniness has cracked open just slightly. And then. Ransom.
3: Captain, thank you again for this opportunity. I hope we make you very proud.
1: And it occurs to me that I'm not sure how Ransom has changed since we began our time together. It occurs to me that in order to prove a change, you must take two measurements, the before and the after. But I was unsure of where he started to begin with, and I'm even less certain where he is now. It does not sit well with me. The fact that I can find no rational reason to distrust a member of my family sits even less well with me. And that, perhaps, is why I appear as vexed as I do when Vespa comes to say farewell. Hey, uh, Bud, is
5: something wrong? Hmm?
1: No, darling, of course not. Everything is roses and better, all perfume and no. (laughs) My, I think I've already said that today, haven't I? I'm, uh, not sure. (laughs) Bud, can I say something? I hope you don't think you need to ask that, love.
5: I know you just want to focus on the job right now, but it's just like the old days when we'd stay up all night to see the lighthouse on the way home from a big job, you know. I just... it helps me to think about where I'm going, that it'll all be worth it. I see. That's... lovely Vespa, but... just, just a second, but... please. I've been thinking about what I wanted to say for hours now, so let me say it, Please. Just, I want you to know that when I imagine what comes after this, I don't imagine the Lighthouse or the Cerberus Province or any of the big resort planets we always talked about retiring to when we were kids. I just imagine you, and wherever you want to go, whatever you need to do, that'll be home for me, so long as you're there. Oh, Vespa. I love you. Love you too, bud.
0: (sighs) Hey, lovebirds, let's get a move on.
4: Aw, Mr. Steele, you don't have to be jealous. You can kiss Mr. Ransom whenever you want.
0: You're sitting between us, Rita.
4: So I'll have a good view. (laughs) Can it, Steele? But uh, you wanted to tell me something?
1: Oh, my love. There are so many things I want to tell her. And I may not know for certain how long this heart has. But I know that if it were to stop right this moment, with my family assembled before me, The love of my life at my side, well, that might be an end that I could tolerate. (laughs) But that thought is very selfish. And though I am selfish by nature, I am also very contrary. Which means I must resist myself at every turn, including my own resistance. If you can't make sense of that, darling, you may get in line right behind me. And so I know the job needs to come first today. And that is why I do not weep. And I do not drop dead. And instead, I say this. Vespa, I'm going to trust you with a... rather confidential task today. A what? It is not one I give you lightly, and so I ask you, love, to take every word I say as still and straight as the dictionary. There is no ulterior motive, no hidden meaning. Uh, I get it, bud. Just say it already. I need you to keep an eye on Ransom during this job. And if anything suspicious happens, I need you to contact me. Privately. Vespa? Oh, Oh, that's it. That's a
5: relief. For a second, I thought... uh, Sure, bud. I'll
1: watch the thief, and I'll come home to you, I promise. I know you will, love. As sure as I know the sun will rise, I know you will. Good luck. Right. It occurs to me, briefly, that this might be the last time Vespa and I ever see one another. I can tell that Vespa is thinking that, too. Although mistakenly, she assumes that I am today's potential widow. Well, let her think it. It will keep her on her toes. The only thought I can dredge up for nearly half a bottle of Chardonnay is that I haven't said a real goodbye to one of them. It is perhaps my only true regret. Then the signal comes in from Jet and my wine and ruminations are brought to a sudden end. I take my position in my office, with my files, and we begin. And speaking of which, I'm bringing the map into its second phase... now. And so I press the correct gems on the map in order, and once their constellation glows, I twist it open. There. Jet Darling, the internal map of the facility suggests that if you align the Ruby 7's nose with the Whirlpool Galaxy and its rear with the carte blanche, you should be able to drive straight ahead into the opening... You may enter the facility, Mr. Sekuliak.
2: Ruby, let's go.
4: So, um, how do we know when we're on the other side of the clock? At... Oh.
2: Yes. This is impressive, isn't it?
1: Vespa, be a deer and activate your video comms, please. On it. The Ruby Seven lands in a golden cavern with piping and columns as intricate as veins in the walls. Ahead stands a garage door. Beside the door is a panel with four large facsimiles of padlocks. And each of those padlocks is labeled with the colors and name of a different massive pharmacorp. Fresh Starts Incorporated, Sullivan, Sullivan, and Sullivan, Nebula Enterprises, and Solar Medical Solutions. It helps me to see them all in a line like that. Robbery is never more satisfying than when you know exactly whose fiscal year you're about to ruin.
4: Oh, this is really it, isn't it, you guys? I'm so nervous. It's like my heart is salivating and my mouth is palpitating and... and Hacker! Here! Here!
0: Rita, the person in this car that scares me the most. What was that, boss? Ah, damn it! watch where you're swinging that thing.
1: As lovely as all this has been, Rita, I think it's time for your portion of the job to begin. You know what to do.
3: Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> I'm impressed, Vespa. What the hell does that mean? What you just said to Rita was very nearly a compliment. <laughs> I suppose there really are hidden sides to everyone, aren't there?
1: I only now realize that Pete has hardly said a word since our job began. It's been long enough that I'd almost forgotten he was there. I tried to think about his performance in our work thus far. The Zolotovna robbery was rocky, certainly, as was his participation in Rita's stunt with Morpheus High Security Data. But I could not recall much that he had done in between. He had improved, steadily, He'd followed orders, for the most part. He'd participated with little hesitation in each of our family building exercises. Second only to Rita, I think. Is that a sign of growth? Or is it a sign of a role studied and performed to perfection?
4: Said what I needed to. Don't need to prove anything to you. (laughs) I found the uplink in the panel, Captain A. Are you sure we need the book for this, though? Because none of these big locks are even attached to anything, and the door here even looks unlocked. Rita, See? Ah.
1: Oh. No! Remember what I told you about this facility. The Pharma Corps don't mind thieves coming into this room. It's a rather handy way to ensure no survivors make it back out to spread rumors.
2: You are correct that those padlocks are not connected to anything, Rita, but each one represents one of the four security systems in the next room. When a lock opens, that system goes down.
4: I get it, so we're going to use the book to find the passwords to unlock all of these locks.
1: Well, three of them, actually.
0: Right, right, because going into one-fourth of the apocalypse sounds easy.
1: Only Solar Medical Solutions opted for a physical object to deactivate their security. Leave it to the government institution to make their system as user-unfriendly as possible. And that system would be impassable if we did not know who built it.
2: Entend
4: Okay, time to get the book out. And unlock the other three, then.
3: Well, at least we've brought a key for that lock as well. Although I don't think Solar expected it to be a key of E. Aeolian. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yes? Nobody? Try not to take it too hard, Ransom.
4: Oh, we got this little guy all cooped up in this old, old, super old hard drive since the day I typed him up. Spread your wings and fly free, book. Yay! And that's three of the locks open. Good luck, everybody. I'll be waiting right here and making sure the book behaves its little self.
2: Thank you, Rita. Jet? You had all best brace yourselves. We will be moving as quickly as possible, and the Ruby 7's top speed has increased since its most recent silver repairs. Good fun. I have found that it is prudent at this point in a job to review requirements and expectations. Juno? You know? do try to keep your head, dear.
1: I think he's a bit distracted, darling. Would you do the honors?
2: Of course. Nintendo's weapon is housed within one of the four domes ahead of us. The other three are red herrings. Once we come within 200 yards of the first dome, the weapon will fire its two charges simultaneously. First, a battery of heat-seeking drones. Second, a powerful electromagnetic pulse, which will deactivate all electronics for several minutes. We will be on our own. Even the Ruby 7 will temporarily shut down. Come again? The Ruby insists that it will not shut down. It is incorrect. The Ruby says that I should not tell it what it can and cannot do.
3: Really built some sass into that thing, Is it just me, or have responses like this become more common from our mysterious vehicle? I swear it's voice changed, too.
1: Then we'll allow the car its moody teenage years, I think. After all this is over, I'll buy it an industrial supply of eyeliner and posters of sad young men. Please continue, Mr. Sikuliak.
2: Intendida's weapon will continue to generate drones and EMPs until we or it are dead. We must use Intendida's key to that purpose.
0: So just blast the key out of the goddamn... Radio and get it over
1: with. Lovely idea, Juno. I hadn't thought of that. Just point us toward those dome's great big ears and we'll blast away.
0: The key doesn't work like
5: that, Steele. Were you even paying attention? I'm not supposed to do anything during this part.
1: If there were a long-range option, I would have had you take it back in the doorway. But the hull to this weapon is quite thick, which poses two problems. First, that the key's small vibrations in the air from several thousand yards away will not register with the weapon's inner workings. The key operates by hitting a series of resonance frequencies in order, which causes the internal collapse of a weapon's major systems and structures. Jet will need to vibrate the hull itself.
2: Some fancy device if it could shake something that big. It is not. I will press my body against the hull and sing as loudly as I can. You have to touch it?
5: Why don't we just blow it up?
1: That's the second problem, I'm afraid. EMPs are caused by controlled nuclear detonations. An explosion of our own could lead to a chain reaction that would destroy this entire facility.
2: In contrast, the internal system failure caused by the key could lead to a chain reaction that would only destroy me. I am landing the car now.
1: What?! Oh, don't worry so much, darling. Jet's just being dramatic. You know how he is.
2: Hyperbole is my 213th worst habit, yes. And I
1: would never plan a dangerous job without just the tool to declare that danger. Jet, shall I retrieve the weapon schematics from my files?
2: That's the first CMP! We will be landing sooner than I predicted, buddy. The schematics, please.
1: Back in a flash, darling. Orenko out. Organization has always been my strongest suit as a leader, and so I am more than prepared for this moment. So I reach for our ace in the hole, the very first document Jet and I stole in preparation for this job, the schematics for intended security system. But my hands come back empty. I check its place again, then a few dozen other places besides... But the schematics are nowhere to be found. Darlings, I'm afraid we have a situation.
3: You have a situation? What about us? She said we... We got a bunch of flying
0: spears headed our way right now, and Zekuliac won't even use the key on him.
2: I've explained this already. The key is for destroying Nintendo's weapons, not the bullets fired from those weapons.
0: Then why did we take a year
2: Given the heat-seeking drone's speed, I should be able to deactivate the weapon before any of those drones can reach me. Buddy, which of the four domes should I target?
1: That, I'm afraid, is the situation. I can't find the schematics. You
2: misplaced
5: something? Bud, you've never lost anything as long as
3: I've known you.
1: I know, but be that as it may...
3: Schematics, damn it all! You have something you feel like telling us, thief? I just... Well, as you all know by now, I like to prepare for a job by studying it, memorizing floor plans and, well, schematics.
1: Pete, did you take something from my files? It
3: was last night couldn't sleep, and so I thought I'd study. I intended to put them back this morning, I like can but... I believe that! Hey, we were all nervous
0: this morning. It must have slipped his mind.
5: When has anything ever slipped his mind? Plenty of
0: times. Maybe if you didn't turn every goddamn mistake into the trial of the century, someone would actually let you in on That's it. That's enough.
1: Well, Pete, then I think you might be our only chance. If you memorize the schematics, which of these four structures should jet deactivate?
3: It's... The front left dome, I'm certain of it. Ha! are trying to backstab us. What
5: is your problem? He answered her question. I saw those schematics last week while Buddy was prepping. It's the back right dome.
3: I am certain that I remember it is not.
5: Well, I remember
2: it is. We must decide immediately or I will be unable to reach any of the domes in time. Buddy, may we vote?
1: Quickly, please.
2: Whose memory of the schematics do we cite? Vespa? Mine. Ransom? Mine. Juno? Ransom, obviously. I say Ransom as well, and so the vote has ended. I will trust his skill in memorization. He has proven it many times over the past year.
1: Be careful, darling.
2: It will be all right. If I start running now, I should still be 15 seconds ahead of the drones.
1: So now we get to wait and watch the skewered. Nice work, everybody. My family might wait and watch, but I will not. And so I leave my desk, quieting my footsteps so the comms won't transmit them, and I head for Ransom's quarters. Could I tell him my plans? Possibly. But I'm less certain than ever that I can trust Peter Ransom... And that means I can't be certain what I will find in there. Or what might find me. Those drones are awful. They look like mosquitoes or
3: something. You ever see mosquitoes the size of a goddamn golden retriever? No, no, to be fair, mosquitoes are approximately that size on Ranga.
1: I reach Ransom's room, and I open the door.
5: (gasps) Bud? Everything all right over there?
1: Of course, dear. It's only... The schnapps repeating on me. Perhaps I should have listened to it more closely the first time. (laughs) It was not the schnapps which gave me pause on opening Ransom's door. It was a knife, moving very quickly downwards, propelled by grudge or gravity. I pry the blade from the floor beneath my feet, then examine Ransom's room. It is an awful mess. Even worse than what messes Pete usually makes, and that is saying something... The floor is not visible beneath all of the costumes and disguises he's strewn across it. He's piled books higher than his bedside table, and above me, I can see the source of the knife. Without any clean surfaces left to place it on, Pete appears to have used his door frame as a very narrow, very high table. I'm lucky only the knife fell. Or Ransom is very, very unlucky." A messy bedroom offers a thousand places to hide a trap, and to disguise those traps as accidents. Ugh.
2: I have reached the weapon. I will require you all to watch the drones around me and to be silent in order for the key to work. There's no way that thing can hear us through your comms, is there? No, but I am not a professional singer, and I have always been more skilled in melodies than harmonies. I feel my pitch is easily affected by all Darling, the... Darling, just sing the damn song, will you? Yes, buddy.
1: I hope the key works quickly enough that I won't find anything unsanitary or incendiary beneath Ransom's mess. But I need those schematics, and quickly. I need to know if Ransom is telling the truth, because if he isn't, Jet's danger may pale in comparison to what comes next.
3: The goddamn key isn't doing anything! Perhaps for a weapon of this size, one must sing further into the song?
0: Drones are getting real close to the big guy. Kuliak, run for it! Sikuliak.
1: I'm going through the overstuffed pockets of Pete's jackets when I see it. A stiff paper corner sticking out from beneath his pillow. I leap for the schematics and unfold them. No. Jet, Vespa is correct. You're using the key on the wrong dome. Run to the back right now.
2: I... Yes, (sighs) buddy.
5: You murdering, backstabbing, cheat. Ransom. What?
3: I I didn't those schematics over and over again. I could swear... I'd rather
1: you didn't, Pete. This comms channel is a family-friendly program. Then
3: you'd better close it, bud,
5: because my knife and the thief's smug little face are
2: about to bump this up to adults only. If you do, I will be unable to sing the key correctly, and I will die. Therefore, I request that you delay killing ransom for a moment. I am using the key now. (laughs)
3: very close to Jet. It'll shut down before it gets to him.
5: It has to. Damn it! Zikuliaq, move!
3: There is...
1: What's happened? Vespa, I can't see him. What's happened?
2: I am injured, but alive. The drone has only pierced my shoulder.
5: would have gone straight through his heart if he didn't move when I told him to. You're lucky I'm the doctor first. You've got one minute to live while I go patch him up.
2: You cannot, Vespa. I will come back on my own. If the weapon internally destructs, it will lose control of its explosions. We cannot risk the meltdown taking you as well.
1: Then you better run, Jet. You will not die here. Do you understand me?
2: I will not die. Looks like your
5: rocks <sighs> run out, thief. Time to pay. I
1: I Not just yet, Vespa. There is some evidence here that suggests Pete was not lying. He's attached a note to the schematics, and it's currently upside down.
0: It's. what? (laughs) You were reading the goddamn schematics upside down, Ransom? Hell, I know you get nervous before a big job, but this is another level. Yes.
3: Nerves. I must have studied them upside down. I am so sorry. The mistake I've made is unforgivable. I will do everything in my power to make it up to you. And, Captain? Yes, Pete? Apologies for the state of my room. Another symptom of... well, nerves, I suppose.
1: Adrenaline exhausts even a mechanical heart, oddly enough. And I've just generated enough of it to push me flat onto Ransom's bed. Alive. My family, alive. With life so sweet, so ripe in this moment, every doubt I've had about this day seems absurd. (laughs) To think I suspected Ransom of hiding landmines in his laundry. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) The relief intoxicates me. Ransom came through. My family has come through. And soon the Cure Mother Prime will be ours. Jet calls me again. In my glee, I am certain it is with good news. And better yet, I am right. For a moment...
2: I am outside the potential blast radius suggested by our calculations, buddy. I should be safe now. Hang tight, Sekuliak. I'm coming!
1: Because I am so delighted in their safety that I've forgotten to fear this moment.
5: So, what? There isn't even gonna
2: be an explosion? After all that? (sighs) There will be an explosion. And many more after that, until the weapon's destroyed itself from within. And each will come with its own EMP, so we must be prepared.
1: At the sound of that electronic destroying blast, I can hear my electronic heart quite clearly in my ears. Because it is likely that this is the last moment I will hear that sound, or any sound, ever again. Brace
5: yourselves!
0: <laughs> the hell?
2: Another EMP. Far greater range and strength than those previous now that the key has destroyed the weapon safety systems.
5: And Sekuliak's way outside the blast zone. Really glad you did your research, bud.
0: If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actor Noah Simes and co-creators Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I think rewrote it. Yes. Um, For just from so many angles, like needing it to work emotionally, needing there to be an arc, needing there to be urgency, needing to follow up on everything that we've already set up. And then just like making sure, I mean, this was really a killer, was making sure the logistics of this facility made sense. Yep like made design sense
3: sure yeah
0: um and obviously it's never gonna make complete sense and it's always kind of silly and you know over the top right, but, but they don't tell you that <laughs> as a did you know that the penumbra has merchandise for sale it's true the penumbra has partnered with dftba to bring you the posters shirts pins and socks your heart's desire just go to dftba.com and search for the penumbra podcast we would like to give special thanks to all who support us on patreon but especially to Jeanette, Valentin, Wren, Lucy Biles, Jerbear, Deity Hearted, Tazatouie, Newsboys of 1899, Mick Mercury, the only straight man on Mars, Michael David Smith, Rough Time to Be a Array of Kinney, Liz Nexus, WPJ Buckley, It Is Illegal to Ignore That Juno Steel is non-binary, Caroline Sidman, Freya, HJW, Jay Karen Z.H., Red L., Kim Dauber, Dante Smith, N.B. Shaper, Minchowski, Jasper James, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steel in the Heart of it All, was told by the following people. Sarah Gazdovich as Buddy Arinko, Alexander Stravinsky as Jet, Chloe Cunha as Vespa, Noah Simes as Ransom, Joshua Elon as Juno, and Kate Jones as Rita. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear travelers. We hope you will join us again soon.